I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on, man? Not much. How are you? I'm good. Good. Raining, it's cold. Yeah, it's fine. Everyone doing all right? Mentally? No need, problems, need buddy. Need to talk? Anything you've been you worried do, about? You texted me last night about sweet death. Oh, you? we don't have to get into that. <laughs> I, there was a little misunderstanding about okay. what peace meant. That's all. It was, it was just a little joke. It, okay. We joke around like that all the oh, time. Oh, boy. It was late. We're both watching TV alone at home. You know, we just sure. start texting and... We didn't have any shows to recommend each other, so what do you talk about? Talk about the good old days. <laughs> That's all. Right. all. Reminisce. As long as you're okay. I'm good. I'm good. I, this is supposed to be... I think, Sounded like a cry for help to me, but I was but you know tired. Me. Yeah. <laughs> and you know me. So I just left you on red. <laughs> that cry's gone unanswered plenty of times, okay, and I'm still okay. here. You'll be fine. I, this is supposed to be the most depressing week of the year. Monday's supposed to... Well, this past Monday was the most depressing uh, day of the year, I think. Blue Monday, they call it. Wait, do so, yeah, that? I'm serious. That's, there was articles about it. It's Blue sure. Monday. It's considered the most depressing. MLK it's day. because of... Yeah, well, it fell on MLK this year. I don't know if it falls on it every year. Yeah. Uh, didn't look too much into it, other than it just was talking about uh, the weather and the time in between, which we've talked about this before, vacations, sure. you know, holidays. Mm. Um, you don't have anything to look forward to for a while, yeah. and it's dark and cold and but hey that's life man hey well i'm glad that's you made life. it through and i was happy to see you here today yeah it's all uh, uphill i might have to do here. this on my own i kept i was trying to text last night i was like it's all uphill from here and then i deleted it it's all downhill from here i couldn't remember for the life of me like which one would mean it's all going to get better now it's, neither neither right because it's yeah. all uphill that's a lot of work it's all downhill right. yeah, sounds like things right. are getting worse and i was like yeah. Wait, which I, one is it i don't know i, don't I couldn't it figure it out i, I just i thought we gave up on it. i think it's, it's smooth uphill. sailing yeah, yeah it's all smooth works. sailing yeah. from here on out blue skies yeah right I, I know someone put this uh on our subreddit which we appreciate didn't we break a another 3, uh yeah three thousand over i guess what was that like a week and a half ago yeah, something sure. like that go join that thing please and we love the participation i saw someone posted this 
and I had it in my email to talk about, but I just kept forgetting. I know, uh, Lazo, you're single, but you're not necessarily dating. It doesn't mean that you're absolutely opposed to dating, but you're not like on the prowl. Sure. And uh, we did that whole thing, tried to set you up with that app. I really take the full blame for that because I should have just told you Didn't to work. set up something different. I thought that app was popular because there were some news stories, but I don't think anyone was using it. No, and I checked it and said, no, you don't have any match. <laughs> right, that's depressing, especially no, like, this you time know, of year. It. I feel bad. Should have used a, a more tried and true. And I, we did. someone messaged us and said, yeah, I tried using that app too. Or did they message you and said, no one... <laughs> no one uses it. That's a problem. So I just want to make sure you know that wasn't you. Okay. It was an everybody thing. Thanks. Uh, the app just, you know, it was oversold. But they do the worst and best cities for singles every year. Mm-hmm. And then they also do the worst cities for dating. Right. So I guess I don't know exactly if there's supposed to be a difference there, but the 10 worst cities for dating. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw, but Kansas City Mo was number one on the list. Oh, boy. Says uh, residents from this city like to spend a lot of time in their area. They're not particularly fond of traveling for more than 20 minutes to a venue. No, Sounds like some, someone I know. Uh, that means. Why uh, would that make dating bad? I don't know. That means you will have no choice but to visit their home. Yeah. Soon you will find your dates uh, limiting since you may want to switch things up a bit. For instance, you may want to visit a restaurant instead of always visiting their home. No. Another complaint about no. dating in this city <laughs> is how inauthentic the residents can be. You may date a divorcee or yeah. a homeless person without your knowledge. Yeah, actually both. On these dates, <laughs> you will have to be good at probing people. I was like, was this written? Or is, is Lazo the only single guy in this <laughs> yes, city? Did they just talk about him? Because it starts off saying they, these people don't really like to drive very far. No more no. than 20 minutes. I'm like, okay. And then it says that you're going to have to go to his house. Yeah. I mean, I say his, their house. You're going to have to go to their house. You want to go to a restaurant? Tired of eating at their house? Too bad. It's, it's going to be over. And there's a lot of things you don't know about this person. You may think you know this person, yeah. but you don't. But they're a homeless divorcee. Well, you're in their house. But <laughs> right. But it, it could be squatting. It's a very temporary house. <laughs> yes. Behind on the rent. Yes, exactly. Uh, Wichita was second, which I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense. not far. And then Minneapolis, St. Paul. Detroit was number four. Yeah. Um, Louisville. They all just say you have to go to his house. I know. That's what I was thinking. Like, has he lived in each yeah. of these places? Wichita, though, I don't think you've ever no, lived. I've never Maybe been. they're like, hey, he's close enough. <laughs> Depending on how far you do that, you know, within this area, we've had him pop up a few times. Sure. And, you know, people invite him to shows here. And he says, no, you're going to have to come to me. Yeah, come to my uh, house. Detroit, Louisville, uh, Winston-Salem, Atlanta, Georgia, Pittsburgh, PA. I know you've lived in I've several lived of these. Sure. Houston, Texas, and Charlotte, North Carolina was 10. I don't know what makes a city good or bad for that. That whole explanation sounded ridiculous to me that people don't like to try. I mean, it's a spread out city, so we have to get in our car and drive further than that to go a lot of places, right? Well, I've heard, yeah, I mean, yes. I've heard Chicago's a great place for young, younger single people. So, okay. like, if, or professionals, like if you're in your. 30s. Okay. Because there's a lot to do. It's a condensed space, but it's not New York City where everybody's just busy and ignoring you and you either, or Seattle where it's very, it's still got a Midwestern vibe to it. Okay. That so makes people sense. are a little bit easier to meet. So I've heard, you know, that's the place to go. That makes sense, but it's also a huge city. And, you know, I would think even Seattle or these other cities that are quite a bit bigger would be better. There's, there's, let's be honest, there's a little bit more to do. Sure. And also there's just more people to choose from. Isn't that what it ultimately comes down to? Right. 
But I, I'm but sure it could be could, really hard to meet people in New York City. It could be. It be really hard to meet people in Seattle. We know that. Yeah, that's true. Because Just because a of law. the vibe of the people, too. Yeah, they but do in have Chicago, a they're still very Midwestern. Okay, I see what you that's mean. That's the, the point. Like, there's yeah. a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of upwardly mobile people. There's a lot of people who still want to go out and do things. There's a million things to do, but they're still nice. Right. Yeah, they don't have that LA thing to them. And like Seattle, people weren't necessarily rude. It was just that there was a right. wall that you hit pretty early on. It was like, you might think this person's a friend of yours. We, we, we get along great. We're friends now. We're going to hang out. You're not. You're not going to hang out. No, you're not. Because that person's not going to invite you no. to hang out. I mean, I think I may have broken that barrier with one person right. there. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that is a huge difference. I also thought, I'm sure there's a map that we could find that shows... The percentage of people that are single in their 30s and, you know, this part of the country, sure. in their 40s, like, what's the average age that people get married? How likely are they to stay single longer? And all those things. But to me, But they're trying to make apps. it sound like in that study that, you know, going to his house is, you know, I know. bad. I know. It's not. Like, he's inviting you into his home. Right. First thing. <laughs> Very first thing. Right. To More me, that seems honest. Well, yes. Right. Well, what's he hiding? He's showing you his, his home. Right. Showing you his fridge, yeah. his bar. His bed, his shower, sure. which I've heard has some magical properties. <laughs> yes, it does. And, and you can see all of this. All of it. On the first date. Of course. Well, you'd rather As a matter of fact, you have to. Well, right. You have to. <laughs> you <laughs> have really to. have any other choice. The Church, the Church of Laszlo. What are you doing? Looking at something that looks like it was written just for me. This uh, article about an actual study that they did to figure out where the best place is to hide if there's a nuke. And Jesus I know Lazo, he's like, he just doesn't like to prepare for, for doomsday at all. I'm not saying you got to buy a bunch of buckets of pre prepared meals and water that'll stay good for 20 years, build a shelter. I'm not asking you to you do that. You can't hide from a nuke. Well, this thing says that, that you there's some things you could do. Like what? The, if the nuke hits you, you can't hide. No. Oh, okay. But they did these computer like simulations. When I was in the sixth grade? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did Reagan? these computer mm-hmm. simulations. Listen, kids, don't worry about it. If a nuke hits, get under your desk and ketchup is a vegetable. You're fine. You're all eating healthy. <laughs> don't you worry about it. That was a big deal. It yeah, they were like, deal. they were like, you have to give kids a, a vegetable. You have to give kids a vegetable at lunch. That was a big thing. And then Reagan was like, ketchup's a vegetable. <laughs> Shut it. He wasn't wrong about that one, though. I mean, I know tomatoes are not a vegetable. They're technically a fruit. Okay. Uh, But ketchup is not a vegetable. Think of it as a vegetable, and it's made with tomatoes. I'm with him on that one. I'm okay with that. (laughs) But the hiding under the desk was like, you do this, you're obviously scaring the hell out of these kids. I mean, just the thought that. This th- we better get ready because this is going to happen, sort of a thing. So that had to cause. I mean, I can only imagine my level of anxiety as a kid. If we had to do those drills, how often did you do them? Like once a month? Is I don't like remember a like a drill? fire drill. You know, yeah. probably not that much. Oh my god! And then on top of that, they're telling you this is the plan: get under your desk. This right. little plastic. Desk. I had a teacher get real mad at me once. I think like maybe the seventh or eighth grade. And we had to do one of those drills, and then he was like, you know, all right, get back to work. Let's not worry about this. And it was, I don't remember what they were talking about, but I remember I said to him, uh, you know, quoted Morrissey, if it's not love, then it's the bomb, the bomb, the bomb that will bring us together. I knew this message. Oh, he lost it. Like, you kids always not doing your homework because you're worried about a nuke. I'm like, yo, Whoa. I'm not doing my homework because it's stupid. <laughs> right. And I'm I, not and really so worried about the nuke, but, you know, you kind of play them in together and hope yeah. somebody gives you some credit. But right. I think you're misreading the situation here. But also, for people who don't know Laszlo, um, 
his thing about death is, is if we're all going, if a I'm bunch of people it. are going all at once, then yeah. nothing left behind. Everybody's gone at the same time. Right. Why not? Because that's his fear, is the thought of things continuing on without him, which I'm sure is a lot of people's fear. Right. right? And going through something alone. Yeah, doing it alone. Which you have to. But if yeah. they're just like, hey, Kansas City, a nuke's coming. Yeah. And you got like 45 minutes. Say goodbye. Like, oh, thank God. <laughs> no, We're all getting this together. I don't think so. You you really think that would be your reaction? Oh, thank God. Well, I may be scared, but I wouldn't be as scared as if when I go into my doctor's office next week and he's like, you got. I know. Don't die. Right. Don't die. Exactly. I'd be a okay, lot more scared okay. then than if they were like, hey, <sighs> it's over. I need to eat some It's vegetables. over for all of us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, they did this study. Read some ketchup. I know. That's what I'm going to go Reagan do. Reaganite, son of a bitch. Grab some packets out of the break room. There's a whole bunch of them in there. Just step Brigham, just fill with vegetables. Yeah. Just start <laughs> drinking ketchup. I drink that V8 juice. That counts. That's like 10 vegetables in one serving yeah, or something. I don't know. I mean, come on. I don't see what the difference could possibly be between eating fresh vegetables and drinking a V8. Or one ketchup. Just, one just, just tastes ketchup better. out of a packet. I like, to, I like to put a little ketchup in the V8, you know. Just ketchup right out of the packet. Yeah, why not? It's free. It's abundant. Five or six of those, you got your veggies that's, in. That's a serving. Boom. Yep. Just do that five, six times a day. Yeah. No problem. We got enough of it here in this building alone that I could do that for at least the next 12 months. I think it'd be... Yeah. Never pay yeah. a dime I can't for imagine it. There's so much ketchup. Free vegetables. So they did this simulation, and the bad news is if you are too close, you're too close. It's just, There's nothing really you can do. If the nuke hits, um, you really can't do much. But that's uh, worst-case scenario because... If you're about a mile away or further, which if you think about it, you know what are the odds that they're going to drop it within a mile of where you're sitting sure. at that moment? So it, that can be considered a moderate danger zone. So it's got to be minimum mile. You know, obviously, the more the better. I'm guessing with this one, but you might have a chance. Now, the problem here is if the actual blast, what are they called? The shock waves, right? Mm-hmm. Depending on what kind of building you're in or where you're standing. Then the shockwaves could knock the building down. We could get crushed, you know, one of those kind of things. Yeah. So what? Nothing. What if it – so just imagine it does get dropped and it's five miles away. Mm-hmm. So you hear the sirens and you even look out the window and see the flash, but it's not killing you immediately because it's, it's in the distance. It's going to kill you. Well, this thing says that uh, it just depends on what kind the of building you're in. The going to happen. I mean, uh, come on. Well, You're going to die from it. If they say it's coming and it's going five miles away from you, I say drive five miles towards, towards it. it. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you going to do? You can't outrun quicker. it. That's true. Well, this thing says Make that it there's quick. Are you going to stand do? here like us three trying to yeah. no, survive no. in a nuclear fallout world? You really, we're going to pull that off, us three? I'm with Lazo, man. Sorry. As long drive as it's the three it. of us. Yeah. It. No, <laughs> I need you guys. Yep. We, we're a team. I need you guys to I'm fight, not, damn it. No. Fight. Stay with me. No. If it gets dropped, we got to get out of this building. No. You got to get outside because the building, you, it could collapse. You could get killed. But if we're outside, we're safer. Right? You see? You don't want to get caught. And then they actually figured out the worst places to be. Hallways, doorways, and of course near windows. They're making it sound like it's a tornado. It's not a tornado. Mm. Hallways, doorways, like, you know, go in the basement. It's a nuke. Yeah. A nuke. Yeah. All right? Well. Ask the people who have had nukes dropped on them. Yeah. Yeah. Going outside was the answer. I'm just saying. <laughs> just now, make a little phone call. I'm just saying. Make a little phone saying. call over there. Be like, hey, we know this happened, and we're reading this thing. It's this crazy story on Bro Bible or whatever. And it just says, you know, hey, if somebody drops a nuke on you, just go outside. 
Anybody do that there? How'd that work out for them? And they're like, oh, you know what? They were in a building. Building collapsed. They went outside. Smooth sailing from there on out. <laughs> this is a real state. Not a problem. God. Don't you always quote you Modest act- Mouse with nuclear fallout and say, bury me with it? You always talk about that. I story. don't want to be in a situation where it's like the road, right? Where right. That's right. what it would be. But this is saying that if you're a couple miles away, now I don't know how many they're dropping. If they drop a bunch of them, of course. Okay? Then you're right. And at that point, Lazo, I guess I do drive towards it. But if they're like one... You know, it's going to be tragic, and it's going to cause fuel prices to spike and all that stuff. But we're not talking, like, post-apocalyptic. We're just talking post-horrible tragedy. Meh. I don't know. You know, Meh. how bad, how bad, <laughs> what? Uh, I'm serious. It depends. Like, how, are people fighting in the streets? If they start doing that, then I'm Man, out. you're saying if they dropped a nuke in Olathe, you'd run to Lee Summit. <laughs> well, That's the dumbest goddamn thing I've ever heard in my life. Well... I know that I won't be in a doorway near a window or in a hallway because the vacuum that the blast creates, that's where all the wind rushes in. So the airspeed from the blast is the highest in those places. But says the best place to be is in the corner of a room. If you're in a building and you don't have time to get out of there, go stand in the corner of the room, not a doorway, that corner away from the windows. That's the safest place. But they didn't teach you that in the 80s, did they? They They taught us that about a tornado. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the tornado. That's yeah, all we did the things duck. about a tornado. We did duck and get Don't down. Don't stand in a doorway. That's all the things. Well, it yeah. says you only have a second or two, so you got to be quick about it. Okay, you know, I'm just trying to help a little bit of knowledge. We could learn something from time to time. It wouldn't kill so us. Lazo. He's saying drive straight towards it. I, well, yeah. okay, that's his opinion. Drive straight towards it. But if you're, you know, wanting to survive, head to the light. Head to a corner. Lazo <laughs> just no. says drive to the light. You should drive to the light. <laughs> I can't believe that I'm laughing about this, but that's so ridiculous, the idea that you're going to start driving towards it. It's very funny. You're it's very not, funny not guy. trying to be it's funny. I'm joking. But the, your instinct is going to kick in that you, you know, want to survive in that moment. Now, if we're talking later, it's pandemonium. I get it. I've said it before. I don't yes, want to be well, in pandemonium. Right. Pandemonium's the problem. Right. Yeah. I don't want I got two kids. I got to put them in the back of my car. We got to yeah. drive to, I don't know. Drive to the Excelsior water. Celsius Springs. Well, now it's to try to hole up with a gun. And try to then fight for right. our food for no. the rest of our lives while the government puts in martial law. No. There's more nukes coming and we're nuking them back. Not interested. No. Not interested. Blow the whole goddamn thing up and let's start over. Bury me with where did Where did Cormac McCarthy send them? Was it, were they headed to the water in the road? Weren't they I trying to get to the like, coast? Yeah. And, okay, look, if you come and across gangs... They've got hit by nukes, too. Yeah. Like, now you're just living in something. No, we don't know. We don't know. You know, it was a little ambiguous there. He had to save his son. He had to do it. If we encounter... Groups of cannibals, you know, zombie-looking cannibals. <laughs> that's yes, what I'm, I'm out. Fight. I'm no, out. that's what I'm going to fight. You're going to fight them? If, I'm, if we're in a car and mm-hmm. we've decided to run and now we get to Arkansas mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of cannibals and, well, if I mean, nothing's like, happened. Right, nothing's, nothing's happened. happened. <laughs> you still got to kill them. Like, you got to fight them. Was now he, we're alive. Now we're fighting. We've made our decision. Now we go oh. forward with confidence, right? I got to fight him. I'm not just like, well, I survived the nuke. I'll just let the cannibals eat me. That's not what's happening. That's why you got to go end it now. Just end it now. I, so you're saying if you do survive that part, yeah, then you now you have no living. choice. See, I don't feel like that. If it's total chaos and there are these cannibals running around, then at that point, maybe I do go you know, take my own life somewhere. And hope that I can, you know, do. Well, it really, nothing's changed for you then well, from the nuke. You know, I'm, just a late night text, like okay, Jesus okay. Christ. Oh, you read too much into stuff. Jesus. Into your texts yes. or into this? Both, I think. Well, like, into the what text. Pers- what the guy who's always like, man, you know, at least I could die, right? 
why are you running from a nuke? Like, that's the one time that we as a people can get together and be like, you know what? This is it. Might be the time to go ahead and check out right here. And you're like, you think about it at 2 o'clock in the morning every night in the fetal position, crying yourself to sleep, but there's actually a nuke in Olathe, and you're like... Now's time to survive. <laughs> Why? Look. Why? First of all, some people, some people listening might want to survive, okay? And this show isn't just me and my personal <laughs> opinions or you and your personal opinions. There are people who might want some of this information. And also, I think that it's possible that when something tragic like that happens, something huge, that it might be this big adrenaline rush and this, you know, this, this now you have to survive, this feeling like you've got to fight to survive, maybe... I know I wouldn't be very good at it, okay? And I don't. I'm not saying you wouldn't be. I I, I know you're about to because I I make the wrong decisions and I can't beat anybody up. And all those things are true. But I just think it's possible that in that moment, you know, suddenly you have no choice. So what you're saying, your will to live would really kick in if somebody nuked you. You got purpose. Well, if things get scary, yeah. I don't know for sure, but I do know that I'm not going to be standing in hallways, doorways, or near windows. Or going towards it. Or going towards it. No, don't drive towards it. I'm unless, going towards it. Unless, you know, you're Laszlo. But I mean, look, in a post-apocalyptic scenario where you and your kids are alive, you have no choice for sure but to yes. try and help your kids survive. Well, of course. So what if the blast is coming and you don't, you're, you're not with your kids? You don't know where they're at. You're a father. I know you. There's no way you're driving towards the light. No way. Because you want to know where your kids are and if they need your help. That is totally ingrained in you as a father, I mean, in lots of sure. parents. But you definitely have that. And I think if something bad happens, your first thought is, my kids, my kids, my kids, do they need my help? How can I help them? Sure. So I'm telling you, you can help them by not driving towards the light. Stand in the corner of the room and wait for me. And I'll be formulating a plan. We'll get together. <laughs> we need a decent-sized car. We should probably take Laszlo's. I was thinking about that. I don't yeah. have the truck anymore. But Laszlo's car is spacious. Mm-hmm. I think we could all fit in there. You know, we go gra- grab some supplies you from can't Target. Come. I can't come? No. I'm the one who kept you alive. Are you kidding me? And now I'm not allowed to ride with you guys? I'd rather you not. <laughs> the Church of Laszlo. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Well, you've put on concerts before, Lazo. I have. 
it's something you're familiar with, and there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that you got to worry about. Sure. You know? um, not just from a liability perspective, although that's a lot Part of, of it. That. Sure. Uh, but just to make sure people are happy. Sure, how many bathrooms do you have? Yeah. Beer lines, Enough flow vendors. of traffic, where will they go? Yeah. You know, how does it work out? What does it look like? How many people per square feet? Yeah. Right? If it's uh, if it's 100 degrees, is there shade? You right. Know, all those things that go into it. And the people who do this exclusively for a living, they've got all that stuff down, you know. Right. I, I've been able to watch some of them do it, and it's like, wow, that's crazy. But right. I'm guessing that the percentage of what... Uh, let me rephrase this. Liability's got to be the thing you're worried about the most because so many things can go wrong. Right. And you could get sued. Someone could get hurt. You know, who's right. responsible? Like, was it what concert was that? Travis Scott concert? Was that the I one where people got trampled? Astro World. Yeah. Like, who's responsible for that, right? So, this story, I guess, this actually happened a couple years ago, but it's in the news today because of this lawsuit. So, this woman, she's from Ontario. She got real drunk at a concert. It was a Marilyn Manson concert, mm-hmm. according to this New York Post article. And it says she got so drunk, she blew up a house. What? says a Canadian woman who caused $10 million in damages after driving drunk, crashing into a house, and causing an explosion Man. is now suing the concert venue that provided her alcoholic Bad beverages. Luck. Bad luck. As she claims the owners are to blame. So it happened in August of 2019. She's driving home from Marilyn Manson at Budweiser Gardens Arena in London, Ontario. Mm -hmm. After drinking at the show, she got behind the wheel, and then she crashes her Ford Fusion, which was registered to her father, into the back of this mansion. All I can see are pictures of what it it was a pretty big house. It was like a $10 million house or something like that. Yeah, it looked like a really nice house, but it looked like there was nothing left. She ruptured a gas line on that. Huh? Yeah, you would, honestly. I don't know what the neighborhood looks like, but right. it looked like it could have a gate. But she ruptured a gas line, which triggered this massive explosion, and it ended up destroying a couple of houses. Like, not just the one there, but I think the ones next to it on either side got really damaged. I don't know if they were total losses, like the one house, but they were definitely damaged. It says, falling embers led to blazes in several other homes. Okay. So it started fires other places, and the entire neighborhood was eventually evacuated. Um, Man, that is... The whole gas line thing... Like that's crazy. That is rough to wake up to in the morning. Oh, Hung all over the time. Just like so, what happened? Ugh. Well, you crash into a house. Did anybody die? No. Okay. Problem is, you hit a gas line and it exploded, and there's an entire neighborhood evacuated, and three houses burnt down. You're like, yeah. oh, oh. It's just one of those. It's not like, let me look through Snapchat and see if I can piece yeah. together some memories like Memento <laughs> right. and figure out what we did yesterday. Right. Who did I text? That This is different. Right. This is how many houses did I blow up? Now, this uh, this picture how many? here. Three. Yeah, however many it was. And they're still Boy. catching on fire from the falling embers. Right. So they're just raining. We've had to the evacuate the neighborhood. The entire neighborhood was evacuated. Now, this picture. Damn, that all the, that from a Ford Fusion. The picture that the post uses here, it looks like a normal house to me here. So I think the the big house was more of a clickbait thing because, I mean, it's, again, it's hard to tell. It looks like a normal neighborhood house. It's completely gone, though. Uh, so she's saying, you know, this is the fault of the venue. So it says the financial impacts of her actions have been enormous with the total damage estimate approaching, oh, this says $15 million. Uh, meanwhile, victims included two police officers and two firefighters who suffered numerous no. injuries. No. With one firefighter this keeps getting worse. forced yes. to spend more than a week in the hospital before being discharged. No. I didn't see anywhere that it killed anyone. Anyway, so she pled guilty to uh, driving impaired and said there were several counts of that and whatever else she got. She got a three-year prison sentence, which seems... 
I don't know. I know Canada, they say, is a little bit more lenient with, with a lot of sentencing, but I don't know. Three years, that might be what you get here. If no one died, if you blew yeah, up no a house. no one died. It doesn't say in this one that anyone died. If someone dies, I think you're automatically in a lot more trouble. Which we talked about this a million times, but it is... It's it's crazy because it is what it is, but it's the outcome of the crime, not the actual crime. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that always... And I understand it, but it's kind of left a chance. I don't necessarily like it, you know, because you understand it. Like... And take away the drinking because people, you know, they always say, well, if you you know, but just do like drag racing or speeding. Yeah. Right? You're speeding and the guy next to you is speeding on the highway. Let's not even say you're racing, but you're both doing 85, right? Yeah. And someone cuts you off, right? You happen to go around the person and miss them. The other guy hits them straight up speeding, doing 30 miles an hour over the speed limit, right? And kills them. Yeah. Well, you both committed the same crime, which is being 30 over. Yep. But unfortunately, he hit the car and you happen to get around it. You probably don't even, if you stop, you don't have to, I don't think, right? right? Right. And you just keep going. No one questions you. The other guy goes to jail for 20 years. That is just luck of the it's, draw. It's, you know, bad luck, right. just regular luck, whatever right. you want to call it. Yeah, because the same crime has been committed. I, I remember sitting in one of those classes and the guy, one of those alcohol classes, and the guy next to me had just gotten out of prison. And so he was being required to do this. And he, I asked him what he did, and he told me. And I'm thinking to myself, that's that's what I did. Right, Except, yeah. you know, nobody ended up dead. Like, it's just crazy that right. so much rests on on that fate of, of outcomes. I mean, the same could be said if you go and rob a bank with a toy gun. And, uh, you know, one of the security guards shoots at someone. Someone gets killed. You were never planning on killing anyone. You had a toy gun. Right. That you're going to get in more trouble than the guy who robs a bank with a real gun, and no one gets hurt. You know, it's just right, the, sure. it's the outcomes at, at the end of the day. So with this, and I've heard of people suing bars before and mm-hmm. suing restaurants before. That's not a new thing. But her father and her have filed a lawsuit. This company's called Ovations Ontario Food Services. They're the ones that distributed the booze. They claim the libations purveyors share liability for the blast on the grounds that staffers, quote, ejected her from the venue while failing to take steps to ensure she would not drive home. So this, to me, sounds a little more specific than saying you gave the person too much booze. Mm. You're saying you kicked someone out and then, you know, didn't make sure that they got a ride home, which, again, I'm not saying that that should be part of the responsibility of a venue to do that. The whole venue's being responsible for how much you drink thing. I know it is It, it is a rule, I think, in most places, right? Yeah, there's, I mean, on that, it's got to be personal responsibility. Uh, for me, on this one, I feel libertarian about it. Right. You know, I, and the, those laws just get enforced so spread. It's really, I think, only if someone decides to I press mean, because, charges. Right, and if, they, and if the law pursue. really wants to do it, then they should just do it. Right. Which they're not going to do. They're not doing it. Police <clears> are out Because we still have 10 bucks all you can drink. Right. Well, if you're going to go to places where it's 10, 15 bucks all you can drink or whatever, or open bars, yeah, then if you wanted the idea that we're that that in and of itself is the idea that we're going to overserve you. Right. Right? And there's so, cops walking around half the time that see you drunk. Right. And everybody's drunk. They're not doing so anything. So you just have to get rid of that. Right. Like, you know, you can only have so many drinks at a bar. Right, but then people are just going to get in their car and drive to another bar, which so it just kind of got it right. Yeah, so I mean, have you ever heard of someone getting arrested for public intoxication that wasn't 
doing something other than just being drunk in public. I feel like you can be stumbling around drunk, and there's a good chance, you know, especially if you're at some sort of an event or in a bar district, very good chance that the cops aren't going to pick you up and put you in the drunk tank overnight. You have to do something else. You got to expose yourself, or you got to no, break a window. If you or, fall down and stuff sometimes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If it's bad enough that you're falling right. all over the place, then I do. Th- I would hope that if there's police or firefighters right. or whoever see that, that they would help the person. But to say that a bar is responsible to say, okay, this is how many how many drinks you can have. So what then do we change it based on people's well, now, size? The only thing that's interesting in that is that they kicked her out. Right. That does that change does things. change a little bit because now you know. Because if you don't kick anybody out, which is also ridiculous, but if you don't kick anybody out, I mean, a Marilyn Manson show, I don't know how many people are there, but let's say 5,000 people. The defense is that we have a hundred bartenders and five thousand people. I do like you know we're right. pouring beer constantly. Have no idea yep. how much she drank, but you did know how much she drank, mm-hmm. and you made her leave. Oh, I see what you mean. You knew that she was drunk. Well, yeah, you did because, you, because yeah. that, or else you wouldn't have kicked her out. Right. So now you knew, and you told her to leave. I still don't think the venue should get in any trouble, but it does have an interesting caveat. To the lawsuit, at least you knew she was drunk and you made her leave. And what did she do to get kicked out? Because you know, being it, drunk at a concert. It well, it says in this thing here that you know that's the first part of it is that they they told her to they kicked her out of the venue or whatever without ensuring that she had a ride home. Well, my thing is, are are they saying that she was actually kicked out, or are they saying that hey, the venue's closing, right? You know, and they're trying to reword this as like, and now you're sending people out because the venue's oh, closed. You're yeah. you're quote unquote kicking them out, okay. and then not ensuring that they have a safe ride home. I mean, that's. That's well, never that would been be totally different. Oh, really? Well, and that would be yeah, that would be totally different, and it would be it would be an impossible task for a, a right. venue or promoter to to you know live up to. I don't even know how you begin to do that. I do think with technology, there's probably ways that you can. We've seen places that give you like a drink ticket. You know, you run out of them, or they put it on that wristband that you have sure. to cut off, and so you rip those little things off. You only get, but that's usually if it's some sort of. Uh, free drinks. You know, you right. get this many free drinks, or it's included with your ticket purchase. But we, we're we probably getting closer and closer to a point where you don't have to have an Apple Watch, or you won't have to have an Apple Watch, or smartwatch, whatever, that they could probably stick, you know, a sticker on you, and it can start to tell what your intoxication level is. And if you, if it turns red, then they say, hey, sorry, you know. Because at that point, if, if that technology but becomes available... But they don't available, want that. They don't want that, no. They don't no. want that, and people don't want it, and the cities don't want it. You know the amount of revenue they get from DUIs? Right. I mean, let's be honest. Look, if they really... If, if, the, if the country wanted to come together, nobody likes people dying, right? Yeah. From drunk drivers. That, left and right. Nobody wants that, right? Now, there would be a few amount of people who would say... This is illegal search and seizure, but not. We've already agreed that yeah. driving is a privilege, not a right, yeah. because we've signed away our rights when we do it. That they can just pull you over, right? Yeah, and make you take a breathalyzer. So we've already said that, and if you refuse the breathalyzer, you you're guilty. Yeah, so already given away those rights in order to drive. They said that. So if they really wanted to do it, the country could come together and just say, "Hey, every car before you start it, you got to blow into it." Yep. You got to. Like, that's an easy fix. It's been around it forever. It would be over. I mean, how many years have they been using those things? People had them when I was in high school right, like who got DUIs. Like, I know, at least back in the 80s, they had them. Uh, 
And it's, but it's you know it's a punishment or whatever. And you look right. at like what America does each year to make vehicles more okay. You got to add a backup camera. That's got to be standard by this year. You know your emissions have to be low. You have to add another tail light by this year. They have so many. America has really strict rules right. about automobiles and what makes them street legal and, and regarding safety. Why wouldn't they just include the right. breathalyzer thing? And I, I hate to be you know is that even conspiratorial? No, because I don't think it is. I think there's. There's no reason you wouldn't do it. It hurts a lot of people, kills a lot of people. Right. And you're constantly trying to prevent that. You may that. put seatbelts on. Right. Right. What's the difference? You're trying to put a safety feature for cars. Like, yes. yo, sometimes people drink and they you can don't know that they've had too much. Right. You got to blow on this thing and at .06, it won't let you drive. Yeah. I'm all for it. The only thing would be, I, I'm always reminded of that story, and I know they're different stories, but... Uh, I think it was in Detroit, and you told me about it, where it was one of those buy here, pay here kind of oh, car Oh, yeah, lots. they turned off. Yeah, and if you didn't make your payments, they could mm. cut the car remotely, mm. and so they mm. cut the car, and she was assaulted yeah. in the middle of the city. Oh, because yeah. she couldn't get away. So if you had some sort of an emergency, and you, but uh, you know what? If you're drunk, I'm sorry, I don't think you can, I don't think I there's any excuse. The argument, right. Even if a, a nuke drops, at that point, that's the least of our worries. So yeah, I, I don't, I cannot see an argument against Putting those on cars. There's well, you wouldn't no be able to expensive. use. I guess the idea would be you wouldn't be able to use that in an argument anyway, in court. So I mean that should be the law. So whether we think that's right or not, if if I w- was running from something right and I was drunk and jumped in my car and took off and got away and the cops pulled me over, that's a DUI. Yeah, doesn't matter. Right. So then the blow thing in your car is the same exact thing. Yeah. Like, so, you know, if there was some sort of, like they said, you know, if you're in danger, you can drive drunk. Right. But, but that's there not, there isn't. No, there isn't. Right. In a case of emergency, drive drunk. That's not a thing. So this just stops you from getting in your car. Okay. So final thoughts on this girl suing. So they say, you know, kicking her out or whatever. They didn't ensure that she got a safe ride home when she was when she left and and they knew that she was intoxicated. And then over serving, they said that um, they put profit above safety, uh, which resulted in damage that caused or contributed to the negligence breach of duty. Oh, they mentioned breach of contract, too, which I wonder what's the contract. Does the bar have, you know, a contract somewhere that says we won't over serve or because there's a law in that state of province? This is one where I feel I feel pretty hands off. People are going to drink. Right. I don't think it should be up to the bartender to figure out whether or not someone's had too much to drink. Trouble. And they still do, by the way. I mean, sometimes bartenders right. regularly are like, no more, especially if you're being annoyed. Right. But to say that you get a DUI and the venue's responsible, mm. nah. Mm-mm. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on The Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, Doomstroll. TikTok. TikTok. Lazo says. The kids love it. Why are we so worried about TikTok? That's basically your take, right? All these companies have our information. Yes. And uh, we don't have any real data privacy laws in this country anyway. So why are we picking on TikTok? Just because the parent company's in China? And the answer is yes. As far as I can tell, that's, that's, that's it. Okay. Uh, you know, government phones. Are not allowed to use TikTok. They kept, you know, these uh, different parts of the country, and then eventually they said, "Okay, federal employees, you can't have TikTok on your, you know, issued phone." And there's still talks about trying to do an actual ban, but there's a, a hundred million people using it just in the United States. That is crazy. But anyway, uh, so the, the ban. I mean, I guess it could still happen. They talk like it could, but it seems unlikely to me. But 
they are banning it now on college campuses. And apparently, oh, they are. The, yeah, the list of college campuses is growing. You, if you're Why? connected, if you're connected to Wi-Fi, they're worried about data breaches. Apparently, they they think the app is could be malicious in some way, and they're worried about their uh, school Wi-Fi getting hacked. So you won't be able to access it on the school's Wi-Fi, at least. Amid growing fears, user data could find its way into the hands of the Chinese government. Not allowed to post TikToks anymore. The University of Texas in Austin joining a growing list of schools blocking TikTok on campus Wi-Fi networks, citing TikTok's owner, the Chinese company, ByteDance. Muti explaining the measure is intended to eliminate risks to information contained in the university's network and to our critical infrastructure. Okay, uh, Alabama, uh, Auburn University, Arkansas, Arkansas State, Florida, University of Florida, Georgia, the University System of Georgia, Idaho, Boise State, Idaho State, University of Idaho, Iowa. So there's quite a few. Right, it's not all of them, but it's quite a few, and it seems like a lot of them are big schools. Texas is a big one. Um, I think they were one of the first, and I think we may have talked about that one happened. But anyway, I don't. What are you going to do if you ban it? If you actually ban it, let's just say that they follow through with this. Who gets to run the ripoff? Like, you, is everyone just put their hands up and the richest entrepreneur gets first dibs at trying to just recreate well, have to it? Mar- no, because, I mean, you still have to market it, and you'd have to have people go do it, and then you'd yeah. have to have them create content. Like, I don't think you could just say, oh, I'm Bill Gates, and this is Kitcock. No. <laughs> right? Like, no. And then people are like, oh, cool, you banned it, we'll just... Everybody switch their app. Like yeah. you'd have to, you still have to get them. Like, yeah, but I mean, I they already exist. Every other social media network is already right. doing them. Uh, Instagram's got reels. Right, YouTube's they're all trying it exactly. Yeah. Uh, and there's an American company that comes up already when they talk about this. YouTube's putting a ton of money into their shorts, which is like their TikTok. Right, they're doing like really focusing on that this year. Yeah, it's but everywhere. You, I mean, just because that goes away doesn't mean somebody's going to absolutely come fill that void. Come one. fill that void. Yeah. It could just be that those people start to split use more out, reels right, on Instagram or, and go back to Snapchat. Other people split up. Right. If you go to Somebody would have apps. to capture them because they, that has certainly captured the mind of Gen Z. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. And the mind after them. I think I was sitting at home the other day and Chacho was scrolling through things just on. Uh, I didn't ask him nothing. They're always on TikTok. He's rolling through. He just looks at me and goes, man, TikTok is so cool. Like, it's just, he's like, I go through there, and I'm like, really, what's so cool about it? He's like, well, I could just watch it and have fun. He's like, but if I want to see, like, I can search, like, football drills. And it's just football drills from coaches and professional college play, like, do this, or here's six workouts if you want to, you know, play linebacker, or yeah. here's six workouts to strengthen your arm as a pitcher. He's like, it's all right here. And I'm like, no, you're right. It is, I mean... It's entertaining. You can just look at dumb stuff if you want. Or if you really want to get specialized in something, it's there too. And it's in quick content. And the three of us have agreed that, you know, like the targeted ads on Instagram, we love them. Give me more targeted ads. They're great. I'd rather have ads that are targeted to me. Uh, But I've noticed now in the Reels section on Instagram, the more that I've kind of started to watch a few of them, the smarter it's gotten. And it is kind of cool how it says, you know, basically – um, oh, so you watch some stand-up reels, right? Yeah, so right. then here's just a bunch of reels that are stand-up, just like what you're saying, Lazo. Just watch. It doesn't have to be 
sending me different things that it thinks I like. It can all be within one kind of category. And I go, yeah, you know what? I am in the mood to scroll through some right. car crashes or whatever it is. And I, I totally get the allure to that because I've clicked on those reels. Oh, you know, you watched Live Leak all the time before it went down. Don't act like you're all hiding my name. Just give it an example. Just the fact that you go home and search car crashes. Well, like, I'm in the mood for car crashes. Right. Whatever. It's, what do they call that where they do the burnouts in the city and people keep getting run over? Don't you watch those videos? People no. Get, you don't. You, they're not showing Literally, those to you. Literally, I don't. Like, I didn't just jump out with no because I felt superior. Although now I do, but I thought everyone no, was. I don't go those. home like, hey, I don't show ask me you. I don't car ask crashes you. where they run over people. Right. I don't ask you. Do I just see animals it constantly? I do not watch animals getting hurt. Watch your mouth. I do There's not watch that. Humans getting run over. <laughs> yes, humans getting run over and and you know thrown Old across a parking being lot. Mugged. Old ladies being mugged. Is she getting hurt? I don't want her to get hurt. Uh, if they're just stealing a purse, I might be able to sit through that. But I'm, I'm not searching for it, by the way. Just like I'm not searching for the car thing. I just thought, thought it showed everybody that. So that just goes to show you. You know, It knows what we like. Well, what, what reels does it show you on Instagram? What do you guys see in your I reels? I see a lot of the stand-ups and a lot of just funny, random You see videos. stand-up too? Yeah. I don't feel like I follow many stand-ups. So I don't know if that's just a popular thing. It knows if you watch it for the whole thing, if you heart it, if you save it, if you I watch a lot. I get a lot of sports stuff. Yeah. That makes sense. sense. A ton of sports stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then each time you go through, and of course I'm talking about Instagram because I don't even have TikTok, but you get to that next set of reels and it's a different theme or whatever. Uh, So maybe, I don't know the differences because I don't use TikTok, but if they banned TikTok... Maybe no one comes into fill of void. Like you said, maybe they just migrate, and Instagram's even more successful with their reels, and YouTube's even more successful with their shorts. I don't like the YouTube shorts. Thing. I don't either. I don't understand it. It's I like hate that I like half Instagram the time there's no as much volume. as I do. I know. I kind of wish do I didn't. I don't like all the change, and you know, then they copied Snapchat, and then I was like, I hate that I, they just flat out copied it and stole it. And they I hate can all that do I it. Like it, and it's yeah, it's yeah. Stupid. They can all do it. There's like no laws really protecting, according no. to stuff they said. These tech companies, when it comes to this, you know, uh, intellectual rights, you know, so oh well, this is a story. Well. Do the exact same thing, and we call it something slightly different, or not. We could just call it the exact same thing and do the exact exact same thing. And usually, because I don't like change, at first I'm like, "Why are you doing this?" I liked Instagram; it was just a friendly, nice place. But you know what? I like the stories, and it took a long time for the reels. But I do kind of like the reels. Brooke sits there and watches stand up; just she yeah. flips through it right. all night. And I've, n- I've never known her to be a big stand up person, yeah. but she said she's like, "All I want now is just stand up and targeted ads." She's been trying to find a way <laughs> to get only targeted ads. She's like, "There's no option on here. I want more because yeah. you know you scroll through. There is the an option. One. You have to look it up. There's an option where you can go to it and say, "I don't want these types of ads." So, like, if you clicked on something and now it's sending you like ads for pants because you mm-hmm. like one time you were like, "Oh, I'm gonna go buy pants," right? Yeah. And now it's like, "Here's pants, pants, pants." There's something. In your Instagram settings that I've seen, I, don't, I can't tell you how exactly to get there, where you can go and you can be like, these pants, I don't want that. Uh, like, okay. stop with that. Okay, but it exists. Right, it exists so that you can be like, yo, I went to get pants one time. Quit right. with the pants ads. I think you can, you know, click on the three little dots and say, I don't want to see ads like this. Yeah, show me less Probably. like this, but show dude, less. Yeah. I get shown these things for uh, some sort of diet thing. It's a... Uh, it's, uh, 
you know, fiber thing, like colon blow or something. Lose oh, 40 pounds. That. Colon you broom. Yeah, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, is that what it is? You colon know, broom, yeah. I, I can't oh. afford it. Colon blow. <laughs> it's, yes, it's I know. I, I, I know. <laughs> but I'm like, why am I being shown this over and over? I guess I could try the uh, three little dots. But I like when you get to, like, for me, it shows a lot of electronics. Things I don't even know sometimes exist. I'm like, ooh, what's that? That's cool. And I think Brooke is the same way with clothes. It's just like you're seeing stuff that you didn't even know you wanted to look for, mm-hmm. but it knows. It knows that you're going to like it. Yeah. And you do. You like it a lot. Uh, The Jeremy Renner 911 call. He got sent home from the hospital. I just started watching the show again last night. Made me think about it. Mayor Kingstown? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Someone was just talking about that. Second season, episode one is out. He's really good in it, but it was weird in your head because, you know, they're like, new season, first one. You know, they tape these things earlier. You know, I mean, it is what it is, but you're like, oh, he's healthy and good. And then you're like, I just, he's over. He's not right, right. now, right? Yeah. Like usually that happens like after a season they'll be like, you know, so and so sick, but to see him new season, first episode, healthy doing it and you know that he's not at the same time was, yeah. you know. Yeah. Is that show also on CBS or is it just streaming through Paramount? Well, I don't know the answer to that. Let me tell you that they Drop a bunch of f bombs, so I'm going to say. Okay. I guess that's it's what I was going to ask next. Then, if they're cussing a lot, I would assume right. that's that it's streaming I, only. I think it's streaming only. Well, but maybe they run an edited version. Sure. I have no idea. I believe it was TMZ. I mean, it would be safe to guess that it was TMZ anyway. But I believe it was TMZ that got a hold of the 911 call. Um, I know. Well, actually, NBC News said that they got a hold of it too. So it's out there, and they're sharing more of this. The guy who was helping him on the plow tip. So originally, I was we were looking at this thing like, how do you get pinned under that? Because there's a cabin in it, right? Well, now they're saying he got run over. So somehow this thing went over him. They're making it sound like those treads went over him. The weight of that went over him and crushed him. His neighbor, who's uh, still anonymous, they haven't released his name, he calls 911, and you can hear the panic in his voice. And he has to wait a long time. They eventually have to send a helicopter, but there's you know bad snow, which is why they were there in the first place. And the dispatcher is telling him, like, look, you know, it's going to take a while. And he's like, I need you to hurry. And then... You hear, and I'm not going to play the whole thing, but you hear him talking to Jeremy. He's like, hey, man, you know, stay with me. And he starts telling the woman on the phone, like, his breathing's getting more shallow. And she's oh, like, man. okay, we'll try and keep him awake. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no. And you can tell that he's trying to keep Jeremy positive, yeah. you know, while also telling this woman, like, I'm afraid right, he's about yeah. to die in front of me. It's terrifying. And the thought, 20 minutes, 20 plus minutes to sit there and wait, that would be horrible. Immediately. Someone's been run over by a snowcat. Hurry. Someone's in front of my house on the ground. They got run over by a snowcat. He's been crushed. Are there chemicals or other hazards involved? No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. Just a lot and of blood. Are there any obvious injuries? Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> he said he's got ribs issues. That didn't make me laugh. No, I know. It made was, me chuckle no, today, too. Oh, my God, yes. Are there? Yes. I, I chuckled, too. Are there? Too. <laughs> this guy invented injuries. <laughs> right. When I heard it this morning, I chuckled even when he said, no, there's no chemicals. Like, I just told you he got run over by a snow cap. Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. He said he's got ribs issues. Okay. His right side. That's him groaning. He has in the right chest and the uh, upper upper torso. Uh, his ribs look like they might be crushed. He's got a head wound as well. Okay, so then after that is when he starts getting into right. the hey, you know, stay with me. And she's like, you know, try and keep him conscious. And he's like, his breathing is getting really shallow. So does he ever say it's Jeremy Renner? It's Hawkeye? Did he know? I didn't hear that in there. And I curious. assume he knows because I thought it was a neighbor. But if you guys saw a celebrity, would you say that to yes. one? Like, hey, it's yes. The Rock. Like, yes. hurry up. Like, it's The Rock. <laughs> yes, you're right. going to want to save this guy. Right. This is Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I think I would, you know. I think I would, too. 
If you if there was a car accident, you go up there. There's no like, doubt I would. Is that Miley Cyrus? And I'm saying like, hey, Miley Cyrus is in an accident, right. right? We have to protect her. Right. I mean, like, That's what I'm thinking. I don't even think that. It would just be like, yeah, you need to know, right? You don't Before want you this get being, here. Yeah. Right. If you're Before thinking you about, yeah, you need to know yeah. that I am standing here with the Rock, and he is. Yeah. He, he doesn't have legs. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. like this is important information <laughs> right. that you need to know and relay it to the people who are coming here because when they get here, if they don't know that. They're going to be shocked. <laughs> you need to know, Dwayne Johnson's here with no legs, and it don't look good. He needs to get a year. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Going on, we are finishing doom scrolling, my man. So, I think here I'm going to show you a picture. Does this guy look familiar? Have you seen him in the news lately? That mug shot. This is yeah. the missing woman in Massachusetts. Uh, she went missing at the beginning of the month. Uh, took a few days for anyone to report her missing. It was her work actually that reported her missing a few days later. Her husband said he last saw her getting, I think, in an Uber to go to the airport because. Um, so I don't know, or maybe she just took an Uber to work. She worked in D.C. and she would commute back and forth to work. But the police look into this once they realize that she's missing and they can't see anywhere that uh, she was picked up by a rideshare. They don't see anywhere that she had any plane tickets. Her debit card wasn't used, none of those things. So they're obviously very suspicious of this guy. Then they start looking into him a little bit more and start looking into his story. And they find some surveillance video of him at a Home Depot, which he never told them that he went to this Home Depot on the day they went to Home Depot. And then they saw that he spent about $450 on cleaning products, including mm. things like a hacksaw. But, you know, when you go in with $450, you go into line and you're like, what here's a hacksaw, doing, here's a bucket, here's a mop. When you're buying that at Home Depot. These guys Depot, are so dumb. So, so, Like, so you know what dumb. I need to get rid of this body? A hacksaw, some bleach, right? And then you go and buy it. Like, they're going to know, man. Right. They're going to look at your credit card statements, even if they didn't have the video, right? Right. They're going to be like, oh, did he buy it on credit card? <laughs> right. Did right. he? Uh, I don't or know, but it said, it said it was $450 worth of cleaning supplies how Home Depot. How did so. they know that he went to Home Depot? So I don't know how they found his uh, uh, the security footage of him at Home Depot. I right, assume what made they, think? I assume because they of found it from the credit right. card statement. Right. Yeah, and that they went back and looked at the video, and that he had lied about going there. Because what they charged him with a couple of days ago was misleading investigators. And that was after the surveillance footage had shown him buying the $450 worth of stuff at Home Depot. And he had not told police that that's where he was going. So he had to go in front of a judge today. But as far as I know, looking for updates, they still, I don't think they found her. They did search, uh, they searched a dumpster near there and something else. Although the same thing is also going on in Pennsylvania with other Mr. women, so I get them confused a little bit. But I don't believe that they have found her yet. Brian Walsh is expected back in a Massachusetts court this morning to face a murder charge. Walsh is already in custody, pleading not guilty last week to misleading police in their search for his missing wife, Anna. Sources telling NBC Boston a police search of the trash, including a dumpster outside Walsh's mother's condo, mother's uncovered condo. a hacksaw, bloody towels, and other items consistent with what Walsh allegedly purchased at a local Home Depot. Yeah, according God, to man. WFXT, the well, hacksaw well, you know, let, let me say this again. As someone who's been through divorce, and as someone who's been through a nasty divorce that in a lot of ways played out in public, which is embarrassing and frightening, right? Sure. Just leave. 
Right. Like, you don't have to kill anyone. Right. Right? You don't have to. You can just, yeah, it sucks for a little bit, right? Sure, you got to lose yourself in TV, maybe some booze, whatever, right? Yeah. But don't kill anyone. Like, you don't have to kill anyone. And if you're in a relationship and you want to get out and you don't think you can, you can. You can. You just leave. You're, you you have control of your body. You can just leave. And if people question your judgment or whatever, that's okay. But if you're like, if I don't get out of this relationship, I'm going to hurt someone or myself, leave. Yeah. Leave. Go get an apartment and start your life over. Yeah. It's okay. Right? Well, if you have and a if you got kids and you money, feel like whatever. you can't, whatever, leave. Yep. And if they get older and they come to you and they say, why'd you leave me or whatever, do your best to explain, like, this situation was too much for me. Yeah. And I'm sorry. And maybe they'll forgive you, maybe they won't. But I promise you what they won't forgive you for is killing their mother and putting her in a dumpster. Right. That they won't. So I sent this to myself earlier because I wanted to make sure that I had this list of things because one of the craziest parts of the story is his son had an iPad, or their son had an iPad that they searched and apparently uh, looked like the dad had been using it. These were some of the search terms that were found on the iPad. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. How long before a body starts to yeah. smell? These, these were Googled. Uh, how to stop a body from decomposing. How to embalm a body. Ten ways to dispose of a dead body if you really need to. Wait, did you yeah. search that? You typed that in or you just found... I got to imagine that's an article from, you know... I'm not going to... I don't want to get anybody in right. trouble. I was going to say like the heavy or something, but right. it doesn't sound like something you would search. And they're saying it was, what does formaldehyde do? How long does DNA last? Can identification be made on partial remains? The best ways to dispose of a body. How to clean blood from a wooden floor. What happens when you put body parts right, in ammonia? At this point, I don't think he did it. You think he's being set up? I mean, no. All right. At first, I was like, you're dumb. You're really dumb. But now at this point, there's no way you search that many things on it's your computer. It's ridiculous. Right. That, at this point, I feel like he's like, yo, I didn't do it. Right? I almost believe him. Best tool to dismember. Or sorry, hacksaw, best tool to dismember. Am I wrong for almost believing him now? Can you be charged that, Like, with this murder? is too much. It does it's seem like too a lot. It's it does too seem much. Like Nobody Googles all that. If you've told me it was a setup, it would, it would make more sense. Right. I mean, it's like, not you're not that, that dumb. You're literally, uh, there's no way you can be that dumb. And by the way, these are things that you're not allowed to start searching once the deed has been done. If you want to know how to, how to make luminol not work at a murder scene, you need to look that up now. And just lock that information away, don't, and then you have it. Don't ever you know? look that up. You're not going to get away with murder, and you're certainly not going to get away with murder searching, how do I get away I with murder? I tell you what, you don't They're search gonna find it. It. from your computer. Right. Go to the library. Your, your kid's iPad or whatever. Go yeah. to the library. Yeah, well, they track who's using the library and everything for those exact reasons. But, yeah, there's got to be, I mean, even if you just go and get a, a prepaid phone and then get on the internet or whatever, do something smarter than using your kid's iPad. Also, though, why are you murdering people? Whatever the situation is, like you said, Laszlo, if it's a divorce, if it's a money yeah. situation, the kid's being taken away, the, the killing the person doesn't resolve any of this because no. now that person's dead, which is bad, and you're going to prison for the right. rest of your it life. It just makes it worse. You're not going to get away with murder. I'll uh, tell you what else you're and not going to really get away with. It really does just make it worse, man. Like, I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. Other thing you don't get away with, thankfully, is trying to kidnap a barista through a drive through window. Now, I don't know if you guys saw the video Why? of this. Well, why can't you get away with it? Doesn't that? look like she would fit. So this guy seemed to have this planned out. He has zip ties in his hands. There's security footage you can see that looks straight down at the window. 
And he's got this, like, you know, loop that he's made with plastic zip ties. And when he gets up and the barista puts her arm out the window, he reaches over and tries to grab her. He gets a hold of her arm, and it looks like he's trying to get this plastic loop around her. And then I guess his plan was to pull her through the window. Now, maybe he'd driven by there and decided, I've done the math. She can fit through there, right? I don't know. Because in my mind, I'm not. it just doesn't seem like a logical way to kidnap someone, to pull them through a drive-thru window. But it definitely looked like this guy had this planned. It didn't work. He also, he's got short sleeves on, and he has a tattoo going all the way down his forearm that just says Chevrolet. And that was clearly mm. visible on the security footage camera. Yeah, so, boy. you know, that's You're something you also might want to cover up. Yeah, She's obviously exchanging money, giving him back his change for his drink. And then trying to grab at her. It's absolutely terrifying, scary. We are equipped with a lot of cameras for that reason, for safety. We have pepper spray in the shops. We have a panic button. Okay, so this I've often thought. They arrested the guy today. One of the ways, if you wanted to get away with that, and I've thought about it. (laughs) Where is this going? No, I'm just saying, because whenever you see me on those, uh, watch those murder shows, right? Yeah, you do think. Guys get caught by tattoos all the time. And remember, I told you when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I'm going to go get a tattoo. And this guy who was an older brother was like, don't do that, man. Uh, Every time I watch America's Most Wanted, they're like, the guy had a parrot tattoo tattoo. on his arm, and his girlfriend calls in and be like, I think he's right next to me. He's like, don't get any... But I thought, what about a temporary tattoo? What oh. if I had a temporary tattoo that said Ford Motor Company on my arm? I steal someone, a barista, then I get in the shower and wipe it off, and they're like, you I'm like, I don't got any of this. I don't know that you should have given that information out. I've not. I've often thought about before. that, right? Because they I make them good now, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's right. certainly if a, in a surveillance video yeah. is going to see it. It's not like you're getting up close, high right. def, a bunch of pixels. Right. I just have a tattoo of a heart with a name on it, and they're like, "All right, we got to look for this tattoo." He's got neck name tattoos, like, mm-hmm. or yeah, right. It just it amazes me what people do, and not only the cruelty, obviously, towards other people, but then the thought that they're going to get away with it. it it's it's mind boggling. I mean, Snowcone, you started watching some of the shows I recommend. It's some of the caught on tape stuff. There's another one now called like crime in real time where they use these security cameras that are set up everywhere you're being filmed constantly now and it's amazing people will walk into uh, a building uh, like a gas station you know there's cameras at a gas station i watched this thing last night this guy walks into a gas station kills the woman there and then sets the place on fire now why did he set the place on fire because he wanted to get rid of fingerprints well he got rid of the fingerprints maybe but what he didn't get rid of was the high definition footage of his face, his clothes. They could see who he was. Right. It's it's just well, amazing. I was say, was Koberger in Idaho studied this. Right. He studied exactly. criminology. He, he was trying to get a and PhD still made or whatever. So many mistakes. Yes. Yeah. Which, by the way, we should. I know we're out of time, but before we get Allegedly. out of here, we should uh, go over some of that stuff that you sent me that was yeah. in that warrant. Seems like they got a lot, but we're out of time. If there was something, I promise you, I'd get to. I don't think I did. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the movie thing. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you about the movie in a little bit. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yo. Yo. My man, Nick Wright, how are you? I mean, I'm great. Um, 
let's just get right to it. Yeah. I told you so. What I called it, boys. And you gave me a hard time for a long time. But who was right in the end? Who was right in the end? About, are you talking about you Trevor Lawrence? No, 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 no. We, no, we can get to him later. Talking about oh. something far more important than Trevor Lawrence. What? I told you Tom Brady was done. Oh. Uh, how long ago did I tell you that? <laughs> mm. How long ago? Oh, seven ago? years, I think. Six yeah, years? Yeah. Exactly. And now what does everyone agree? I was seven years ahead of the story. Have you ever seen anything like it? I was seven <laughs> years ahead. It was very I will early. tell you, you got a lot of insight. So I was seven years <laughs> ahead of Trevor Lawrence. Oh, I'm sorry, of Tom Brady. And now the whole world, now he's going to be sad. He's going to have to, like, go back to New England because no one else wants him. He won't go, go back to, to New England, Vegas. will he? There's no way. I think, I think it's on the board. Really? Nobody wants his old ass. Well, I think there's he's probably people who want him. No, I don't think there's many teams. San Francisco would rather have Brock Purdy. I think you even agree with that. Well, there's got to be San somebody Francisco. that wants him, though. There's bad quarterbacks Maybe out there, right? Miami. Maybe Miami. Miami I was thinking about Miami works. What about uh, – Vegas. He's going back to his OC. Good place That's, for yeah, him. So, I mean, sure, maybe. I mean, they they got rid of Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Maybe just so Mahomes can whoop his ass a couple times a year. I think, uh, but honestly, so, I think um, Miami's the move for him, right? If he wants to play more, you got Tyreek Hill, you got Waddle, you got a good team. You got pieces around you. Right, so why would they want to, you know, team up with the – you, did you watch that game? I did. I watched all he, of it. He's done. He's finished. No. Listen, he might have lasted a little bit longer than I predicted, but right. time comes for everyone except for LeBron, and <laughs> it's over. He's done. All right. Finished. Benito, our long national nightmare of this guy <laughs> running roughshod over the league with despite you know suspensions for cheating, circumventing the salary cap, all of it, it's over. Nick, all, all joking aside, if you were putting money on it, you don't think he's done like playing, do no, you? No, I think he's going to play another year Okay, like Willie Mays did stumbling around in the outfield, but it's right. over. Okay. Finished. Now to another thing I was right about. This one I was not seven years ahead of, but I was far ahead of old Uncle Lotsey, fellow who allegedly spends his Saturdays watching college football, but I'm starting to doubt that. <laughs> did you see Trevor Lawrence? I did. Because I was told he's a guy that if things go bad, he blames others. He crumbles. He if things go bad, he turtles. And instead, Peyton Manning 2.0 did <laughs> something six years earlier than Peyton Manning did. Get a playoff win. Yeah. Peyton Manning 2.0 <laughs> came through in a biggest spot imaginable. Down 27 nothing. Now, was he a part of the reason they were down 27 nothing? Sure. A part of it. did he rally? <laughs> a part, a of, part it. of it. Did he rally? <laughs> hey, look, I'll give him all the credit in the world. He came back. But he did come back because uh, he ruined it in the first half, right? I mean, Listen. let's be honest. Hey, look, all credit in the world, Nick. You called it. You said he was going to do it. I'm still not a firm believer. But the fact that, I mean, he did uh, – I mean, I don't know. I mean, what the analogy would be, but he started the house on fire uh, because of his horrible play, 
and then was able. But yes, he was. He was able to come back and put it out, and that is a credit to him and that coach. That coach is something. Like I did not believe Doug Peterson was that type of coach, but he was. And it also let's not take away from the fact that the other coach was a complete. Idiot! It was so an, an bizarre. Idiot! It would. There was no way any of that should have happened. And look, total credit to Trevor for make for. Hey, other teams make mistakes. That's it. In baseball, they say, "Oh, he hung a curveball. That's why the guy hit a home run." They're all mistakes when that ha- when that happens. You hang them, we bang them. That's that's it. You make a mistake, and we 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 win. But that it. other team just kept making Nick. Even up by two, they passed on first, second, and third down. Like, there was the idea of what he was doing. E- even if you told me, and I, I use baseball now just because I like baseball, but even when we were all like, why are you taking Blake Snell out in the World Series, right? Why are you doing that? Yeah. At least the manager was able to look back over 170-some-odd games and be like, this is what I do every time. Well, don't do that now. It's a bad idea. And this one was like, you ran the ball four times up by 27. Four. Well, yeah, so a so, couple things here. One is, actually, I'm going to give you credit on something in a moment. First, first of all, the fact that they came back from 27 down, with they only got five possessions the rest of the game. Right, And the Chargers did add three points. So they were down five possessions, and they came back because they went four straight touchdowns in the game-winning field goal. But to do that, it's the first comeback regular season or postseason of that margin without the other team ever turning it over. That's the crazy thing. When the Chiefs are out 24 nothing to the Texans, the Texans fumbled a kickoff, went for a fake punt, did a right. lot of stuff to give the Chiefs short fields. The Jags never had short fields. The, the, now, they had time because of your right. point. But here's – you told me, God, 10 years ago when I was leaving for Houston, you, you, gave, you brought me into your office and you gave me a little you know, advice and pep talk. And the gist of it was don't change who you are, what got you here. Right. People too often – they stray from w- w- what worked or what got them there and because they're afraid of failing, yes. and that's why they fail. So Brandon Staley, his first year of coaching in the NFL, was the most aggressive fourth-down coach we had ever seen. Right. And the media killed him for it. Yes. I happen to think he was smart about it, but whether you think it's smart, dumb, or somewhere in the middle, it's who he was and who yes. he wanted to be. And then he changed. And in this game, they kicked the field goal from the four. Yep. They kicked the field goal from the five. They had a fourth and three when the wheels had already come off, but they were still up two points, and they punted the ball. On the other hand, Doug Peterson, when they were down 27 nothing, goes for a fourth down instead of kicks the field goal. When they get the Joey Bosa penalty, he goes for two down four, which you never see. Right. And Trevor leaps over. And the fourth and one call, obviously they're going for that fourth and one because they're not really in field goal range. But the call to, to run basically to the outside 
to try to win the game there instead of just sneak it and get one yard. Doug Peterson went uber aggressive the entire game. Well, you're right. You know, that call is one of those calls that if it doesn't work, it's a wrong call. It's the wrong call. It's statistically it's a horribly yeah. wrong call to try to get the edge on fourth and one. Like, but when it works, when it does work, you look like an uber well, aggressive thing. smart guy. But that here's said, I, it worked. Here's where I. It is certainly not the smartest way to get the yard. Right. But if you're looking at it like getting the yard, just all that does is gives us more opportunities to get in field goal range. This play might not work, but if it does, we are immediately in field goal range. You know what I mean? Like it removes, if you convert that one, if you don't convert, the game's over, which is why it's so risky. But if you do convert it, you've won the game. Yeah, just, I mean, I'm with you, Nick. The call is the call, but you know this. You watch a lot more NFL football than I do. Oh, uh, it's not the highest percentage call. No, it's with. not. That's and you, sure. you know, just even if you're not a, an Uber NFL fan, you know the idea that you have to run 12 yards to get one is a bad idea. It's just Correct. a bad idea. You're running 12 to get one, and the other team's playing football. They practice, too. They get paid. It's just a bad idea. That said... It worked. So good for him. If it doesn't work, you're like, Jesus, you came all the way back to make a dumb call to try to get the edge. But it worked, and it worked splendidly. So you know what? You call it. You're ballsy. You know. know, There's no way Doug Peterson doesn't know that that is an atrocious call unless it works. He knows that going into it. So but that's kind of so that's that's where I'm kind of showing the discrepancy between the coaches. Well, but you real quick Nick, only, just to, just to interrupt yeah. you real quick because I do think the head coach of the Chargers while he got away from what he was doing was always percentage based. Meaning if it's fourth and 3 in this score, we have a 56% chance to do this. It was always the right call. Doug Peterson to me, is the opposite of that, where he went old school, aggressive, where I don't care what the percentages say. The percentages say I shouldn't run this play, but watch me now. Go with my gut. Where the other guy is like, hey, 52% of the time they get this at fourth and one, this is the play that we should run. That's all math. Doug Peterson was more like, he's going to get the edge, and we're about to win this goddamn game, boys. Let's go. It was different. Sure, but the but the distinction I'm drawing is the percentage plays say early in that game the Chargers should not have been kicking those short fields. Exactly, he 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 did he he left what he did, and then if you're going to leave what you do, the other part of that is if you're going to leave what you do, like you're pointing out, Nick, then leave what you do and run the ball and kill the clock. Like you can't be like, well, we're not going to do that. Is the one way. Anybody who's ever played sports or watched sports or done anything that's creative of any sort, the one way that you are, I guarantee you will fail, is if you change what you do half-heartedly. Well, that's like, a recipe that's for disaster. Like he, it was a half measure. He didn't right, go exactly. super conservative. Right. He got rid of some of the aggression, but not all of it. And that and was like he, death. And even if you're going to pass the ball and not run it much, 
they weren't even, and this is just unspeakable, and this is partially on the quarterback, they were not even running the play clock down. Right. No. They, you know, no was you know, it, was they, it they the worst coach playoff seconds. game you, you can remember seeing? I was watching I mean, I, it thinking, you're going to win this game, but what are you doing? What what are you doing? Like, why even allow them to have a shot it here? Just like, happening, though. I coach middle school football. Like, I'm being honest, Nick. Like, middle school football, me, the game's too fast. I don't even, sometimes I don't even know what down it is, right? I don't, and there's like, what is happening? There's no way I coach like that in middle school football. You're like, what are you doing, man? Like, you're up by 27. Run the clock. Let the every play, every play, it goes to one. That's when you snap every play. Like there are things that we can do, even if you want to be uber aggressive, that we can just do that are smart. So even if you're going to throw the ball, let it go down to two seconds. What are you doing? Well, it, I, I, to me, was, there's no another option but to fire them. I honestly thought well, they mid- would. They're not. I know. They're not. And the Cowboys aren't firing their kicker. Right, no, and I was just going to say, it's the equivalent. I mean, that was the coaching equivalent of Brett Mayer's kicking performance. Well, it, was, maybe. it was that bad. It seems like you'd lose your job over it. Yeah, but maybe. Well, but I at least he- I could say the Cowboy kicker, that's a physical thing that he was trying to do, and he's been good over the years, and it is what it is. Like, I get it. Firing him or not firing him, who cares? But this was just a mental lapse in bad judgment and I, do I? Here's the thing: Do I think the kicker for the Cowboys can go in next week and kick four extra points? Yes. Yeah. Do I think the head coach of the San Diego Chargers is a competent head coach who can lead no. that team to a Super Bowl answer, next year? No. And the answer is no. Right. Right. And there's that, also what about the criticisms totally that agree. he, you know, that he played his starters the week before when it didn't yeah. matter? I mean, the well, criticisms that's go the other back. Thing. I mean, the play, Mike Williams broke a bone in his back, right. and then all of a sudden you can't score in the red zone. And you're, and that's, but that's, again, where the guy has no consistency. The Chargers don't play any of their stars a single down in the preseason. And then week 18, you're locked into the five seed, and Mike Williams breaks his back. Right. And, <laughs> and here's Joey, the thing, Joey Nick. You know what's sad about it is, there's a part of me that really likes the idea of him going with the percentages and being aggressive like that. But you got to well, do it. it. You got to follow it. through I think with it. What ruined him was he got scared. Yes. Because I've talked with Mangini about this a lot. And Mangini. Well, you know how I feel about Mangini. I, I understand, but just listen to me. <laughs> and his, his point is you've got to have the backing of ownership yes. and courage because he's like baseball is the sport that is most analytics-based. Yes. And his point is there's 162 games. So eventually it will prove out. Right. In the NFL, it might be 10 decisions all year. Right. And so you, you, the numbers go against you. I apologize. I actually have to go. But I'm going to call you guys tomorrow for the picks of the weekend, okay? Excellent. All right. Sounds good, Nick. Thank Thanks, you. Nick. All right. See, you. See you guys later. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. You big, hot, scorching piece of ass. There were a couple things I forgot to tell you about earlier. Oh. 
One was I told you they're remaking one of our all-time favorite movies. Or it sounds like they're going to. They're working on it currently. What is it? Well, think Patrick Swayze. Kurt Russell? Which one? Patrick Swayze, <laughs> Demi Moore, Whoopi Goldberg. Overboard. <laughs> no, not overboard. Uh, next up goes the potential remake for the iconic Patrick Swayze film could be in the works. Oh. We teased it earlier, and that is thanks to Channing Tatum. He opened up to Vanity Fair about the plans to remake the 1990 movie, revealing that his production company does have the rights to the film, and who better to fill Patrick Swayze's shoes than Tatum himself, the actor, also sharing that he may potentially take on the role of Sam Weed. Tatum didn't give too many details, but did tease there'd be a bit of a modern remake of the movie sharing we're going to do something different i think it needs to change a little bit you think it needs to change what do you think needs to change you know what i don't think i've ever seen that movie in its entirety uh i did as a kid my mom i think my mom liked it i'm not sure but i do remember that the the demons they scared me did you ever see it snow cone yeah i don't think i saw the whole thing either but i remember the those demons, little shadow the shadows demons. yeah those scared the hell out of me that that, that freaks me out yeah I don't think I probably needed to see that. I don't know how. What year did they say it came out? 1990? 90, yeah. I don't I would have been like eight, I guess. Seems odd that I would have been that scared of those shadow things. But no, maybe, I was just, maybe I was just uncomfortable with them. Yeah. But uh, I do like Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. Who, who yeah. did they say? I wasn't listening. Did they say who would, who would have her part? Is he going to have her part? If we're going to update it to modern times, no, is that what they're going to no, do? No, she's no. going to be no, the, no, she's gonna no, be the ghost. No. And he's going to be sitting there doing pottery. pottery. Mm. He's going to be doing pottery alone, imagining no. that her arms are touching his. And, no, mm. no, yeah. see that. Or who knows? I mean, they're going to. He said some things need to change. I feel like they're going to. He's going to update. Get it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, doing pottery. I don't know. You know what? He could have a husband. Cha- I don't things know. Things don't need to change that much. I, I, I'm just saying. And I also asked you earlier, told you earlier that there's a story about an animal killing someone. Oh yeah, let's go. Come on. This happened in Alaska, and I'm. Pretty sure uh, your 50-50 odds that you spoke of earlier are about to go down to zero. The investigation is underway this morning into a deadly polar bear attack in western Alaska. It happened in the small, remote community of Wales. Officials say the bear entered the town and started chasing residents before attacking <sighs> and killing a woman and a boy. The animal was shot and killed by another resident. Polar bear attacks are rare in Alaska, but officials say receding sea ice has made human encounters more common. Thanks a lot, Exxon. Now we got polar bears running through villages. Imagine that alarm. You know, the alarm's going off. Like, what is it? You see you at somebody missing? Huh? You see you at killed. What? It killed a woman and a boy. Oh. Oh, It didn't kill a man. My God. It picked its target. It knew. (sighs) It might just get punched right in the eye. Okay. Comes over here. (laughs) That's uh, that's right. something. That's 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 a that's mm-hmm. that's a take. Technically, mm-hmm. well, uh, it's true, right? It is a take. Uh, polar bears are massive. There's no way Zero that your stick chance. or your rock. I don't care what rock you're using to throw at this thing. It's there's zero percent. I got zero. a fifty-fifty shot. Maybe if it's thing. one of those it's baby slow. Coca-Cola polar bears, it's maybe you slow. could stab it. We're in the. And I mean, Nish, you're giving me all of the advantages. A full-size polar bear. We're in a village. Yeah. I can use anything at my discretion. One guy went and got a gun and shot it. Well, we're in a village. When we fight the animals, we take guns out. Of I know, them. but yeah. we're in a village. Yeah. So I can use anything. You can use sticks and rocks. Yeah. And, right. Yeah. You're dead. 
Yeah, not a chance. Even with a gun, I think you're probably still dead. If you're shooting well, at it with a handgun not. as it's running towards you, well, if you've got time to go you know, hunt it down, but in if it's rifle, coming towards you yeah. and you're shooting at it, I don't know that you can shoot fast enough. I mean, if you've got a big enough gun, I suppose it's possible. Sure. But, or obviously it's possible. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if you said I'll give you $500 million and I'm going to give you this 9mm and I'm going to put this polar bear over here and it's going to start chasing at you. and Wait, you can but use not that out in the field. Outside, yeah, I'm outside. In my neighborhood. Okay. I want us to start 100 yards apart and I get a gun. Okay. And all the homes are open. I, well, so I was going to say that I'm not go, I'm not hiding from it. Like, you're telling me you give me $500 million and this thing's going to run towards me, and if I can stop it with that handgun in time... And I get to run away from then it. Then I get to keep the get money. Go into a house, come back out, hit it with a pan. I, w- I will <laughs> hit it with a pan. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. You know, Greta Thunberg told us this would happen. She's been trying to warn us. I could take her, too. Well, that wasn't the question. <laughs> I'm just saying. I the, just want to be known. Was that the question? Right. Just, but back to I'm your just saying. Inter- I remember we're talking about village, who I could take away. I couldn't. Greta Thunberg. I kick her ass. All of a sudden, there's polar bear on the loose. You look outside. I mean, I've seen that uh, Leo movie. Was that the Revenant or whatever? I didn't watch it. Uh, That's good. A lot of close-up shots. A lot of going in between. Right, Brent, I'm with you. Says, give me one metal bat. A metal one, bat and right a polar bear. Right in the head. A metal bat and a polar bear. Yeah. You like your chances. I mean, I don't love them. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I don't love them more something. than I do driving home, but I mean, yeah. Do I think I could come out of there victorious? Yeah. Yeah, of course I could. Uh, there was something A metal bat. Right you, to that man. thing's head. Right to its big, stupid, white forehead. Well, why has it got to be stupid? Because it's, it's a, a bear. Be- it's dumb. Be- beautiful animal. And we've driven it to the brink of extinction. Well, one less after I beat the hell out of it with this <laughs> Eastern bat of mine. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. I'm telling you, man, Black Mafia family, you're going to like it. Now that I looked it up, I remember seeing the trailers for this when I still had stars. They promoted it constantly. I think it's free now if you have Prime. I don't know. I just looked it up. It says it's on Prime, according to this app. So I'll watch it when I get home tonight. I'm trying to save it right now. But hey, uh, we're running out of time here. Snow Cone's got something for you. Oh, God. You know, Snow Cone's got something for you. What? Okay, so this was what happened behind the scenes. If you watch us on Twitch, you would have seen this. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Church of Laszlo. But Snow Cone's walking out. with He he always says, like, hey, you got two more breaks, three more breaks, for this much time, right? He's a producer. And he's walking out, and he goes, hey, one more break. And he goes, don't forget. And he calls Slim Fast Slimy, which bothers me, but I just ignore it. And it's like, why are you doing that? But he goes, hey, Slimy, don't forget, you got that thing. That audio. And then I'm like, what thing? What are you talking about? And then Slim says, hey, uh, why don't you? I thought it'd be good if we did that tomorrow and said, hey, Lazlo, Snow Cone's got something for you. And at that moment, I knew that this was going to be horrible. Because what it is, SlimFast is saying It doesn't have to be horrible. It is, because what you're saying there is like, I don't want to present this because it's no good. But what I will do, because I think this could be funny, is say Snow Cone will present this bad part of content, and then Lazo will get mad, and that will be funny. Right. And then I bring that up to both of you, and SlimFast is like, 
I don't know. I, I just think you should take credit I for it. I'm like, I know. Story. It's exactly what he was doing. I, I don't guess. know, I know the you story. take credit for things that he does that are good ideas. He said, but if he comes with a bad idea, you're like, why don't we do like, hey, right. we could even make an intro. Snow Cone's got an idea. Right? Okay, now, so the now truth is, Snow Cone sent me right. yesterday. Snow Cone said something about this yesterday. And I we didn't. I didn't look it. it up. And then he sent me like a chunk of audio in my email. It was over a minute long. I will be honest. I didn't listen to all of it. But I also was like, I'm gonna have to look this up because I don't know what ended up happening it. with this. Well, you also said you were gonna look it up to figure out if it had actually happened, if it was just something they had proposed. Uh, when we were back there in the office, that was the first thing you said. I was like, so did this happen? And you're like, I, I and I said you were gonna look. pull audio for it. And then you, you said yes. Yeah. And I know I got it was too long, but I couldn't. There's clips in it that I thought so would be... We played well, 60 seconds of content you, that's before. That's what I thought. No, right. I'm just saying it's a lot. If I don't know what it is, he knows the story. He obviously saw this on TV and thought, hey, or on the internet and thought this could be good. Mm-hmm. Run with it. Yeah, you thought you saw what he said you and thought this could not be good. And no. Now all this so up. much so far that I'm not even going to go look it up. He specifically said that he You're thought that you would like it, Lazo. I love you like that a brother. You would like it. <laughs> I love you. Lazo, like a brother. Like, I know you. I think Lazo will like this. Well, this then is give you it to proving him. to him that he cannot do your job. I didn't look up the story. I'll be honest. I should I have. I never did look like it up. It. I do because I it's never about looked it up. Something Republicans proposed, and you typically don't agree with Republicans, but I think you will agree with this. Okay, great. And this congressman was on Tucker Carlson and, and talking about this bill he proposed. Okay. Okay, but I, I'm I'm destined for failure now, no matter what. It's been you too don't much have build to be. Up. It's just an interesting oh, yes, news story, right? So just, you're the guy that you found does this. You are better at this. I can't do this. It's an interesting news story that you found and you've got audio. All right, so this guy's on Tucker Carlson. He's a right-wing Republican, and you yes. think, hey, this is somewhere that Laszlo and the right-wing Republicans can meet and say, exactly. hey, here we go. We're trying to build a bridge, and yes. I think this is the way to do it. Okay, so here is the interview with Tucker Carlson. Congressman, grateful that you're here, willing to stand up for the most American of all pleasures, which is tobacco. Sorry to mm. say it. It's true. It founded the country. Tell us why it's important for you to burn a cigar occasionally in your office. So it was a bill about smoking in the Capitol. Okay. okay. It's all about freedom. It's interesting that dishonest media and those, they want to complain about a uh, little smoke coming out of my cigar. They don't want to talk about the inflation or the crime or the southern border. So I don't know what all the hoopla is all about. You're right. In 2007, under Pelosi, she said you cannot smoke cigars in the Capitol building, i.e. you can't smoke cigars on the House floor or in committee hearings. But it did not include members' offices. So a member's house office, we've always been able to smoke cigars. There are many of us in the Cigar Caucus, about 30 of us, that the cigar a caucus. Cigar That's a hell of a caucus. Office, and we do so. Now they want to come after us because we're in the majority. This is typical from the left. They want to infringe on our rights. They want to complain about our smoke. But if you were smoking weed or meth, no one would say anything. What is it about the back of the trigger? <laughs> the See? So That's great. I don't know. Maybe they've never tried one. <laughs> Wait, what? If I was smoking meth in the Capitol, that's fine. That is the smell of freedom. We appreciate your coming on. If you were smoking weed or meth, no one would say anything to you. No one would care. I mean, is that what he just said? I don't know. Maybe rights. They want to complain about our smoke. But if you were smoking weed or meth, no one would say anything. What is it about tobacco that triggers them so profoundly? Do you? No hmm. one would say anything. Uh, see, that's why I need to be well, a little long. You want to smoke in indoors. Right. All you got to do but is see, switch to I'm meth saying. and weed. Lots right. of talks about no one to smoke in here all the time. Yeah. I thought Republicans right, just So I don't agree with them. Here's the thing, and I'm a smoker. Right. I don't agree with them, only because it's a Capitol building. Mm-hmm. So, but I do think that bars should be able to put up a sign that says, we smoke in here. Mm. And I think there should be bars that are able to put up a sign that says, no smoking. 
And you can then decide whether you want to go there or you want to work there, uh, right, based on that information. Like, if we were going out and you guys, and I was like, hey, I want to go to this bar, and you're like, dude, we're not going there. That place is just filled with smoke and smells horrible, right? Okay. I don't see why we can't make those decisions on our own. So that is my little bit of I thought But I sure. don't think you can just like roll into the DMV and start smoking where people have to go. Right. Right? People have to go there. I thought you'd like it. I thought for sure it'd be something you'd be into. Yeah, I, I like it. I really like the weed and meth part. I really like to... And see, that's why I told you yesterday it's a little bit long, but there's pieces that I didn't want to cut out, and that was yeah, one and of it was well, worth see, it. See, and you and surprised me. I didn't know about part. the meth or weed. That's, that's, the cigar that's caucus, gold. I thought that was good. Right. And that was Tucker saying that, right? If you smoked weed yeah. or meth, yes. no one would be saying anything? Yes, because he had said earlier in the clip, too, which I did cut out, that Biden has been sending crack pipes to people in the country. I, I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. I've got to watch more Fox News. I don't know what's going on half the time with half of America. We're sending right. out crack pipes. That's the what government he says. Is? Biden's sending out crack pipes. They're taking Why? gas stoves. They're sending out gas right. crack pipes. They're letting people smoke meth and weed in the Capitol. Unbelievable. Wait, why is he sending out crack pipes? I don't know. I don't know. He just he says at the beginning of the interview, like you know, Biden's sending out crack pipes, and but we can't smoke. Can in the I Capitol. get one? Like, do I sign Wait, up? Biden crack pipe. Yeah, look it up. Yeah. I would love. one. Is it say Biden on it? That would be cool. <laughs> like a a, Biden Harris. Biden Harris. Mm-hmm. Like a crack flag. pipe. Biden. Hmm. Boy, I just. Oh, hold on. Biden's crack pipes might actually be a good thing. <laughs> is this like a play on words? Uh, let's see, this 2022 press conference um, by administration for its alleged provision of crack pipes for individuals struggling with substance use disorders. Uh, the A slew of prominent conservative political figures and conservative news outlets recently fueled a viral forced report that claimed that the Biden administration was preparing to spend $30 million in federal funds to distribute free crack pipes. See? But that claim is not true. Um, According to Tucker, it is. Snope says he it's false. Um, oh, the origin of the claim was misleading report from the Washington Free Beacon, which cites a Department of Health and Human Services grant program that provides funds for safe smoking kits, but made a misleading claim that crack pipes were a part of it. The program referenced in the report stems from notice published in December on the website Substance Abuse. Uh, was willing to reduce the harm of drug addiction in communities across the country. The program called Harm Reduction Program Grant is intended to support syringe services, overdose prevention programs, and other service applications. I mean, I've heard of the and needle that's why programs. He said if they were smoking times. weed or meth, then they would. One of the dozen things the document gave as an example is equipment implies was safe smoking kit supplies. What do you? What is the safe smoking kit supply? I don't know. Like for meth, I guess. It's Hunter running all this. And so that you're not using foil. I don't know. ChicksOnTheRight.com had a headline that said, Biden administration spending $30 million to give crack pipes, drug kits to addicts for advancing racial equality. According to who? Chicks uh, on the Right? Chicks on the Right. Never heard of that one, have <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, right. What? I've never heard <laughs> yeah, of it. Right. I bookmarked it, but I've never heard of it. I'm just learning about it. Just looking at some of these headlines, they all say basically the same thing, that he uh, was supplying crack pipes. It also says meth. Some of these say meth and crack. I don't know. Why not both? I don't know. Yeah, can you use the same kind of pipe? I have no idea. One, one you actually, like, crack you actually burn, I right? I think the uh, 
Or do you have like a bulb on the end, right? Like right, the, but crack yeah. pipes do two. Like, are, with crack pipes, are you or with crack lasso? Do you light the crack directly, or no, are you after heating you the outside of it. it in the foil? Remember, I told yeah, yeah. you. So I you're gave heating a it, on right? It's like vaporizing it. That's so right. Like you gave a free base lesson. Yeah. yeah, I gave a lesson on how to smoke crack. And and people and got mad at me. That's right. And like a crack pipe would be designed that you're heating around it, but you don't actually heat the rock itself, right? That wouldn't. Okay. So maybe you could use the same pipes. I don't know. Well, anyway. That's, I got bad news. Apparently, that's not true. I don't think he's sending out free crack pipes. I yeah. wouldn't be against it. Like, if they were like, hey. I don't know. People are getting sick uh, from these bad Damn, crack pipes. Um, then, uh, I don't know. Okay. We need to spend our money to send out crack pipes. Well, <laughs> like, really how much like money are we talking? I'm, I'm pretty liberal, but I'm like, man, you know what? Let them go ahead and figure out how to get it just make it out of tin foil like old Papa Lazzi did. We don't need to really. It's a ridiculous amount of money. You can make a crack pipe at home with tin foil and a pencil. We should be and clear. I told you how to do it. We should be clear that they are not sending out right. crack pipes, though. That we know. That we know of, according to reality. But uh, I don't know if there's been updates on this. They also said that it was something old that got picked back up. So that explains why Tucker Carlson said meth or weed. That's right. No one will say anything because I was but very I could, confused about that. If Biden needs help, I will go on. Before the State of the Union, <laughs> yes. and tell people how to make a crack pipe <laughs> yes. at home for less than a nickel. <laughs> the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo! All right, are we all done? We are all done. Thanks to the people who uh, listen to us. Thanks for the people who watch us on Twitch. Right? Yes. Uh, if you, please engage us on social media, uh, sign up for our subreddit. We'd yeah. love for you to do it. Go join that. Our Church of Laszlo, right? Follow us on social media. Those links are all at laszlo.church. Anything that you need to get in touch with us, please just do it at laszlo.church, right? And if you're listening via the podcast, thank you very much. Please tell a friend, uh, a foe, whatever, and just see if, you know, maybe get them to subscribe. That would help. We could use uh, the ratings boost. Look, sometimes we say, like, hey, it's desperate. It's not desperate now. We just signed new contracts. Well, the ratings are bad. And if you could help us out, that'd be great. Yeah. That's it. I think that's everything. Mm -hmm. We done? We done. Snowcon, anything else on the agenda? Uh, No, that's it. All right, good show, Tucker Carlson. Stay positive, kids. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Listen to every MLB game live The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone Stream minor league affiliates The Midwest League home run leader And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription For only $3.99 per month Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission